My name is Ryan McPartland, and I play Captain Awesome. Hi, my name is Graham Jones, but you can call me Gray. This is my show. It's about Chuck. It's filled with interviews, the latest news, crazy co-hosts, and spoilers that'll make your day. Oh, wait, wait, I need to go back. I host these TV nights. They used to be pretty boring, but everything changed when I found NBC's new show, Chuck. Pretty soon, my TV night got pretty crowded. Guys I didn't even know were showing up the door. Big important guys. Really scary, nasty, get killed for hosting them guys. Next thing I know, these super episodes are downloaded into my brain. Which means every moment of my life, I'm thinking about Chuck. ChuckTV.net sent their top people to protect me. That's Mel and Liz. They're pretty zany. They co-host with me now as a cover. So now I must welcome you to Chuck vs. the Podcast. The number one TV podcast for NBC's Chuck. This is Gray. This is Mel. This is Liz. And this is Lou. And I want to welcome you to Chuck vs. the Podcast, episode 27. And we want to welcome Lou, Chuck TV forum moderator and cool article writer. How's it going, Lou? Very well, thanks, Gray. And uh, I'm actually quite excited. I've got a big weekend coming up. Uh, this weekend is the Toronto SF Expo, which is Canada's version of the San Diego Comic-Con. Not near the same size, but... Um, to the graces of connections that Mel has, uh, uh, we've been able to line up an interview with uh, actor-director Robert Duncan McNeil, and I'm really looking forward to talking to him about uh, all things that he's been doing, uh, and not just with uh, Chuck, but uh, all his other uh, previous background history. I was really freaked out to find out that he was in the Masters of the Universe movie, so I'm really looking forward to talking to him. <laughs> wow, that is exciting. I, I'm in Toronto, but I'm actually doing an interview with one of the editors from Chuck, right at that time. So I won't be able to be there. Um, but just to fill in the fans, Robert Duncan McNeil has directed eight episodes of Chuck so far, and he also is one of the executive producers? Yes, he yep. is. We saw him at Comic-Con, and uh, he wasn't officially on the list, but we tried to snag him in the, for an interview in the press room, and I just talked him into it when they brought someone over who was on the list of official interviewees. So uh, it was, it's really cool that uh, we're not going to have this opportunity with Lou, for Lou to interview him face-to-face. -face. And I talked to him earlier this week, and he was really excited about getting a chance to talk to the fans via um, the podcast and checktv.net. So that's pretty cool. Very, very cool. We have a few pieces of news to share, plus an interview with the always awesome Ryan McPartland. So stick around for that interview and also for spoilers. Uh, we have a new giveaway going on at checktv.net. It's the stream and win giveaway. This is, uh, if you've been over to checkmeout.com, and if you haven't, you should, they have a goal to reach 1 million streams, which means we've watched Chuck a million times via NBC.com. That's their goal. So to help them reach that goal, we've offered a prize pack that includes the season three poster that giant bag from Comic-Con that's highly coveted every year, and then a hotel key card featuring Chuck that was given away at Comic-Con. And we want to thank Carol for donating the key card for this giveaway. The uh, premises, you just watch an episode on NBC.com and then come back to ChuckTV.net and leave a comment with your favorite scene from that episode and the timestamp when it occurs. And you can enter as many times as you'd like. As, you know, They've got, uh, I think, 12 episodes streaming on NBC.com right now, so there's 12 entries. Uh, the deadline is 11.59 p.m. Pacific time on September 1st. 
Very, very cool. And any way we can visit and support chuckmeout.com is great. Uh, NBC is watching. They, they definitely want to see um, how we can stimulate fan interest by that site. So make sure you, you bookmark it. Go check it every day. See what's new on that site. It's, it, and I think it's really cool. It's like, you have, it's like you have DVD extras available to you instantly. Exactly. And they've got a lot, they have a lot of really neat videos there and more coming from the set of Chuck, which is in production now on season three. So we're getting some, you know, sneak peeks months before it's going to premiere, which is, is really cool. Very, very cool. And speaking of cool, there have been some really interesting and insightful articles at chucktv.net. And the author of those articles is here with us, Lou. Hey, thanks for the, for the kind words, Gray. Um, yes, we've been running a couple of uh, articles um, the last few weeks over on the, the front page from chucktv.net. And uh, I've been pretty happy uh, and actually humbled by the response that I've been gotten on the first couple. And uh, I hope to keep the keep bringing a new one to you every week for as long as I can. Um, I, ha I have the third one ready to go, and uh, that should be up next week. Uh, the first couple dealt with uh, the Intersect, and the new Intersect, and how it's going to uh, change things on the show next season. Uh, we also have um, another forum member doing uh, articles as well, uh, Happy Days. Her first one was about uh, Awesome's involvement and uh, in the spy world for the next season, and we hope to keep uh, further uh, our articles from other members uh, coming up uh, as well to uh, keep the Chuck uh, spirit going to, uh, during the, between the seasons. Very, very cool. And, and please keep the forums alive too, and all this discussion is really, really helpful i think in really getting deeper into the characters and and deeper into the story you know that is one of the i guess silver linings for this long hiatus is that it gives us time to really start to look at the different characters and the different uh storylines and dig deep and see you know what let's analyze let's see what's really going on here and from that point discuss what we think might happen in season three so people are having a lot of fun with that and we do we have a lot of really cool articles coming up during the hiatus from various fans just discuss discussing different plot points and different character points and liz you've got a news item yes chuck me mondays uh we've changed the twitter tag to the pound sign chuck me out all run together don't put any spaces in there chuck me out to help promote the new chuck me out site we trended again for one of the longest lengths of time yet um it was one and a half hours and um, NBC is working to make the first half of season two available online for us, but we may do things a little bit differently if they weren't up, um, if they aren't up by August 31st. What's really great is that people who have never seen Chuck, they see us trending and they're asking about the show. It's, uh, it's really helping to spread the word about Chuck. So please make sure that you keep Twittering on Mondays with us. Absolutely. And on a personal note, you may remember last year when I mentioned on the podcast that I was working on a comic book documentary series called Ink, Alter Egos Exposed, uh, which aired here in Canada. And I'm really, really proud to announce that it has been nominated for a Gemini Award, which is the Canadian equivalent of the Emmys. So wow, congratulations. cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, what, what I'm hoping will happen um, as it gets some attention from this is that uh, it could actually... Uh, generate some interest in the States, so our American viewers might actually get a chance to see it. Yay! Yay! About time, too. Yeah. I was really, really fortunate to have an interview with Ryan McPartland recently, and I'll play that now. 
So I want to welcome Ryan McPartland to Chuck versus the podcast. How are you doing, Ryan? Great. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully, especially when I consider that you're starting to shoot the new season of Chuck, and, and it just even though we don't have it yet, it reminds me that it's coming. Yes, we are very excited. We, uh, we're already through the first episode and into the second right now. Wow. Well, I'd love to um, talk about uh, you as an actor and, and how you got into the business a little bit. You graduated with a degree in speech communication? I did. I graduated from University of Illinois and a degree in speech communication. And um, that's pretty much how I think I got my start. If, if I think back, I mean... Uh, any speech that you deliver has to have some comedy involved, and I'd write my own speeches and present them in front of classes, and that's when I kind of started tapping into my uh, funny bone. And um, and it just kind of spilled over into going, oh, well, I really enjoy this. And then when I graduated college, I was looking at all these jobs, and listen, if you're, if you're a good speaker and are good in speech communications, there's plenty of industries that can use your talents. Mm-hmm. Um, so the more I thought about it, the more I felt like I was going to be successful no matter what I do, I better choose something I like so I don't wake up 20 years from now and say, oh, man, this isn't really what I wanted. I wish I would have tried something else. So uh, that's when I kind of said, hey, I might try acting. And then I moved out to Los Angeles and gave it a shot. Now, I... You actually have a Wikipedia page. Um, yeah, I don't know if you I know that. that. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and it mentions that you spent six months in Australia and New Zealand. How was that involved in that process? I spent six months in New Zealand and Australia uh, as a student exchange program with the University of Illinois right mm-hmm. before I graduated. And it was great because it gave me a lot of time to meet other people and get outside my box and go, hey, what, what do I want to do with my life and see the world from a different point of view? It was wonderful. It was great when I came to L.A. because on my resume was this University of New South Wales in Australia. And so all these casting directors thought that I was an Australian. Being an American <laughs> actor. And honestly, if they think you're Australian or British, it brings your talent level to a whole different you know, you don't even have to say anything. You don't even have to audition. You uh-huh. think you're, a, you know, a better talent than any American right off the bat. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much, you know. Good on him, Mike. I just, I'd rather just uh, speak in my uh, American accent. <laughs> <laughs> so throw uh, another cool. shrimp on the bobby. Okay, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so that was it. I, I encourage everybody to look through um, your IMDb resume and and look back at some shows that you've done um most recently um you were in super capers which came out uh, I, I guess earlier this year um that looked like a lot of fun it was fun uh to be honest um it it just it didn't live up to what we hope it, it would be it was a fun movie to shoot and i'm not going to say a whole lot more about <laughs> it other than other than it was a very fun experience, we'll just yeah. put it that way. Yeah. And uh, the more time I get on feature sets, the better. I just, as experienced as I am in television, the feature world, um, I'm still just cracking into. Yeah. yeah. Now you auditioned twice for the role of Superman in Superman Returns. I did, and it was blown up to be much more than what it was. I wasn't as close to the role as everyone thought it. I was like Star Magazine had me as the lead contender. Um, my dad thought I had the role locked down when he saw that. 
Uh-huh. Uh, and to be honest, you know, I'm glad it didn't happen that early because I don't want to be that famous before I had some of the experiences to build on, and that's what Chuck is for me. I mean, I probably wouldn't be doing Chuck if I did get that role. And um, Chuck has been an invaluable experience for me. Thinking back to uh, when you first read the Chuck pilot, it, I, I heard there was something about your character that it was actually a, a completely different direction for your character at first. Can, can you talk about that? Yeah, when I first did the pilot of Chuck, I mean, I really, if you remember, I only had a, a small couple scenes. I shot them all in one day. And I really didn't know where the show was going to go. So I called my agent and I said, get me another show. I need something to rely on. I need to get, you know, something where I have a bigger part in. And uh, this is a, a fun, cute show, but, I, you know, I don't know how much longer I'll be on it. Um, and according to Josh Schwartz and Chris Fedak, they thought it would be fun by the end of the first season to have me come out as a spy and have me eliminated, basically. Oh, you're kidding. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, they felt that, you know, not to brag, but they felt that I was doing such a fun job on it and such a good job that, that, and that the audience reacted so well to me on the chat boards and message boards that, um, that they decided they had to keep me. They couldn't kill off awesome, and they had to take it a whole new direction. So that kind of leads to, you know, then the second season where I was the first one to know that Chuck was a spy and uh, into this season where I'm going to get wrapped up in the spy world a little bit. So it's uh, it's really flattering and really amazing that, you know, they always say it's when you least expect something that it happens, and that's definitely the case with uh, Chuck for me. It was the nicest surprise that I could have ever had. Well, that's that's awesome. And... and... To me, I think you've got arguably the most exciting character coming into season three because you get to do what Chuck did in the first season. Absolutely, and that's what it feels like. I have the burden of the secret, and it's a great way for the writers to reinvent the show in the third season. I mean, they they have a way that they can reinvent and reinvigorate the audience because you can't lose the appeal of what Chuck was in the first place. Mm -hmm. Living the double life, having the two worlds, but at the same time, you have to evolve Chuck so you know, you're know you not uh, being too redundant with storylines. So they have evolved Chuck, obviously, into Kung Fu Chuck, which is going to be hysterical this year. I mean, amazing stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, then they've kind of put it on my shoulders to carry the burden of the secret and walk that fine line between the two worlds and uh, watch to see how Captain Awesome reacts to it. And it's pretty cool so far from what I've read. Very, very cool. Now, how has that affected the the logistics of your of your shooting? I mean, you're obviously now going to be in more action scenes. You've you've probably got a lot more script to handle per episode. Dude, I used to I used to be able to just phone it in, show up, have some fun, throw out some funny lines, and go home. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I'm like, what stunt work? I don't know what that's about. Yeah, uh, I um, I'm really wrapped up like uh in the next episode that we shoot in the third episode it's really i'm almost in every scene and i was like what is going (laughs) on here what happened to my cush schedule uh but no it's great i mean this is what every actor hopes for but you gotta gotta be careful what you wish for because i'm gonna be working uh zach levi hours uh some of these weeks now and 
and it's a lot of hard work and a lot of hours putting in, but you know, it's hopefully it'll be all worth it for the audience. Yeah. Well, obviously you've got to limit the spoilers here, but how is this changing your characters' relationships with the other characters? Say, for for instance, somebody brought up a really good point recently, that um, that Sarah has never really had a confidant in in terms of who she could talk to about her relationship with Chuck. Well, now she could potentially have you as a confidant. Do you see any any maturing of those relationships? You know, I'm only I've only read through three episodes. I definitely could see some, um, you know, some of those conversations happening with Sarah and with Casey about their world. Um, but to be honest, so far, what I thought was going to happen with Captain Awesome, and I can't tell you what's going to happen, but what <laughs> I thought was going to, is totally different. So the writers have pleasantly surprised me, what, you know, the road that I thought it would naturally take and made it even better than I could have thought. So that's really in the hands of Schwartz and Fedak and the rest of our great writers. Um, I just don't, so I can't really speak in terms of that. Uh, You know, Chuck and Sarah may end up being driven so far apart or they may come together. I really don't know. It's really up to them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm just excited to be in that world. Yeah, and does does your character's medical expertise come to bear? Absolutely, and it's a great way. I mean, if you think about it, my medical expertise is a great way to tie me into some of um, the situations that they're in because obviously people are getting hurt, bones yeah. are getting broken, people are getting shot, uh, things like that are happening. Which in medical emergencies. What what better to have than a cardiothoracic surgeon on hand? Yeah, <laughs> well, that's great. And uh, are we going to see more of Awesome's parents and maybe even meet uh, Awesome's brothers? I'm sure at some point we will. Since we're right now, we only have 13 episodes to work with. You know, I really like the fact that they're focusing back on the core cast. Mm-hmm. And uh, as as fun and amazing as some of our guest stars have been, I think we've all kind of evolved enough that they can um, they can rely on us to carry a show if need be and don't have to bring in, you know, huge heavy hitters as much anymore. Um, so it would be great. It would be great if we got into Austin. But it may be, if we get more episodes, maybe it'll happen or maybe it'll happen towards the end of the 13. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, now stepping outside of Chuck a little bit, um, you went to Comic-Con recently. And now was that your first one or second one? This is my second time to Comic-Con. Uh, how, how was it this time? Unbelievable. I mean, like, the, the, the fans have only grown in size. I mean, not individual size, but as a mass. Uh-huh. Uh, and they have, um, they, they're, they're outpouring of love and, and support. And everything that they've done for the show uh, was really felt. And I think that's the best venue for us to be able to connect with the fans and say a real thank you that's not just on an uh on an interview or a message board or anything like that to be able to sit there and hug people and you know shake their hands and say hey thanks a lot for getting on um getting on the network to pick us up and we're one of those shows that you know are just connected so dearly with our fans Mm -hmm. and what's what's your feeling on the international response I, i know you were you were just in canada recently I'm here in Toronto, and actually, I got, I got a Facebook message from a, a friend saying, "I thought I saw Awesome downtown." <laughs> uh, like, yeah. do, you, do you do you find people will recognize you on the street and come up to you and, and that kind of thing? Well, the funny thing is, I think internationally, 
we're as big, if not bigger, of a hit than we are in in the states mm-hmm. because there's so much to watch in the states. But internationally, we're uh, I, I heard in in uh, England that you know we're becoming a bit of a hit. Um, some of our friends just went to Brazil, and mm-hmm. one of the only shows they had on their public TV was Chuck. Oh, you're kidding! And, yeah, it was crazy. So, and it, absolutely in Toronto. It was great when I'd be walking down the street and hear, uh, awesome, we love you, <laughs> you know? Um, so I think it's just, it's a great show. It just really is. It's so much fun. And I think everybody, every country taps into that fun that we're having. Mm. Well, that's so. great. Um, so I, I had a question from Wendy Farrington, actually, and she asks, if you were an evil mastermind, what would be your ploy to take over the world? If me personally, or if Captain Awesome was an evil mastermind, um, either one. Uh, if I was an evil mastermind, what would my ploy to take over the world? That's a really good question because both uh, myself and Captain Awesome think such positive thoughts. Mm-hmm. That it's tough to tap into that dark, sinister side. You'd love um, bomb the world. My plan to take over the world would probably be through uh, a message of um, positivity and um, hopefulness and everything uh, that you would expect from Captain Awesome and myself, um, just to get a, it would be kind of like a cult leader in a way, you know? (laughs) You know how cult leaders are so charismatic? I think that's the only way I'd be able to take over the world, is to start a small cult and have it, you know, uh, spread across the world and, and me be the leader. So I don't know exactly what I'd ha- you know what kind of religion I'd be preaching, but I'd, I would make up something pretty fun. I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Well, that's great. Well, in looking toward the future, what's your plan for say three years, five years, ten years down the road? You know, I, I assume that I'll end up in a superhero movie at some point, uh, just because my size, build, and presence. Uh, other than that, you know, I'm I'm just kind of taking everything as it comes. My personal life is the most important thing to me, my family, and I focus on that and uh, where I want to be with them. But uh, as far as work goes, it's kind of like a pleasant surprise every time I get a new job that's something different. Well, that's a, that's a great place to wrap up, and we certainly hope that, that we'll be seeing Season 7 and 8 of Chuck before uh, you move on to anything else. Oh, but. man, I would love that. I would love as many seasons as we can get out of this show because uh, this, to me, is like the best experience I could ever have. Yeah. Well, uh, that is awesome, and I'll let you get back to uh, your baby here. Thank you, um, Gray. Appreciate it. No problem. So, um, so actually, the one, one question I would ask is, uh, everybody keeps suggesting that Chuck could come earlier than March. Um, have you heard anything more on that? I don't know anything more about that than anyone else. To be honest, uh, even if it does... I think that the uh, the break with the winter break and then the Olympics kind of halts the momentum once again. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it really benefits the show. Yeah. Uh, there's also that rumor that we could go into the summer of next year and do extra episodes going into the summer. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be better, personally. Yeah. But um, NBC's kind of like trying to figure out what model they want to go with now, and they're changing things up. So well, I, I'm just as anxious to see as everyone else. Yeah. 
Well, thanks so much for taking the time, and uh, hope you have lots of fun. And actually, I'll I'll see you next month. I'll be in L.A. for two weeks uh, at, toward the end of September, so uh, hopefully I'll be able Perfect. to meet you in person then. All right, Gray. I look forward to seeing you, bud. Great. Well, thanks so much for calling. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. And we're back. And that was awesome, speaking to awesome about awesome things. He is truly awesome. Yeah, and and the coolest thing, I think, about Ryan McPartland is you really get a sense that that awesome character is actually his life. He, he that, that is him on screen. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I think he's uh, he really is that nice. You know, we met him at Comic-Con, and he was a genuinely awesome guy. Yep. Very, I don't think we cool. can say that word too many times <laughs> no. in this podcast. Maybe it should be a new drinking game. Yeah. So we're going to start to close out now, um, and we have a few sort of closing remarks before we get to the exciting spoilers. Um, I want to remind everybody, if you would like to be part of an email list, which would mean that you would get an email reminder about podcast releases and other events uh, related to the podcast, please send an email to mail at chuckpodcast.com and uh, put notification in the subject line and uh, and then I'll add you to that list. Thanks to all who have uh, joined us so far. And also want to remind everybody that we do have places that you can support us, one of them being Chuck is on where you can order um, Chuck-related items. You can pre-order the Season 2 DVD, though it won't come until sometime next year. Um, you can also give donations uh, through the ChuckPodcast.com site. And also we have merchandise for both ChuckTV.net and Chuck versus the Podcast, which you can find out about on the site. Very cool. And we want to remind you also that you can go to PodcastAlley.com and iTunes to vote for us and leave comments. And when you do that, it just kind of helps raise um, us on the uh, statistics on those two sites, PodcastAlley.com and iTunes, which draws more attention to Chuck, which is always a good thing. Yeah, and please please do vote, especially in the summer. Uh, the votes have been pretty low because there's not as many people watching TV. And uh, we really do need for fans to kick in. Um, and help us out in that area, uh, both towards the end of August and also beginning again in September. Uh, it would be a big help. Yes. If you have any questions or comments to share, please email us at mail at chuckpodcast.com. Yep. And there will be a site update at chuckpodcast.com over the next couple of weeks. Comments will be back, and there will be some other improvements to the site. So watch for it, and also be patient uh, if there's a day or two when... The site is going through the construction phases. Uh, I should also mention, since we're talking site updates, uh, checktv.net is moving to an even bigger server because even though the show has been off the air for four months now, um, our traffic is really still pretty high considering uh, we're still getting about 90,000 visitors a month. And then we have another website that's on that same server that's getting a tremendous amount of traffic. So we've already used up our dedicated server. We've already outgrown it. So we are going to be migrating the site here in the next week or so. Uh, and we hope that that will resolve a lot of the connection issues that we've been having. So I hope to see you at the next Chuck Me Monday. Be sure to stop by ChuckTV.net for all the details. So I want to thank Lou for joining us this week and, of course, Mel and Liz. And we're going to wrap up the non-spoilery section now, which means that if you don't want to hear the spoilers, you can safely turn off the podcast now. And if you do want lots of great spoilers, just listen till after the cool music. 
And we're back. All right, our first spoilers is for episode 302. It's going to be called Chuck versus the Three Words. And I know which three words you're hoping for, Chuck fans, but I have a feeling in that it's just a big tease. <laughs> we do know, we do Bryce know that back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Price is back. That is three <laughs> We do know that in this episode Karina returns and Ali Adler tweeted a photo of Minnie Anden who plays Karina and Yvonne looking pretty fierce in uh, their black spyware earlier this week. Um, it, it was it's a neat photo and you can see that at checktv.net. Uh, so just confirming that indeed Karina's back. We also have a cast. We also have a casting call that we can share for that episode. They are they were casting a character called Kurt Stromberg. He's uh, described as being thirty to forty-five, a powerful brick of a man, eyes void of any feeling. He is a dangerous arms dealer, but he has a soft spot for the love of his life, Karina. Whenever he gets around her, he becomes a lovable teddy bear. And I had to um, read that twice to make sure they weren't talking about Casey <laughs> aka Sugar Bear yeah. but no indeed it seems Karina has this effect on the big tough men mm. Mm. and Morgan but yeah. and the viewing audience and the viewing audience <laughs> yeah. so that's what we know so far about episode 302 Chuck versus the three words and Liz you've got spoilers for episode 303 Yes, episode 303 is called Chuck versus the Angel of Death, and it features a character named Premier Alejandro Goya, the dictator of a fictitious South American nation called Parador. Goya has come to the U.S. to announce that his country will be holding open democratic elections for the first time. Will Team Bartowski be tasked with pr protecting the premier, or is his true motive for visiting the U.S. something more sinister? Dun, dun, dun. Mm. <laughs> I'm guessing the latter. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Because it could never be that easy. No. And I'm guessing that's a throwback to the 80s movie Moon Over Parador with Richard Dreyfus. I wouldn't Probably. be surprised. Yeah. As yeah. much as they love their, their references back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we also have spoilers going to episode 304, which the working title right now is Chuck versus Operation Awesome. Yay! <laughs> and uh, the spoiler is a casting call for three different parts. One of them, oh, sorry, four different parts. One of them is for Sydney, 35 years old, female, super sexy, composed, has the icy demeanor of a professional spy, ruthless and powerful, and a um, also a major promotable guest star. Please submit accordingly. I'm I'm thinking Mel. Uh <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Mel or, or Jennifer Garner? Let's go with Jennifer Garner. <laughs> <laughs> Please submit all ethnicities. <laughs> then we have Julius in his 40s. Actually, Julius, can that be a girl's name? No, it's a boy. A boy, okay. Julius in his 40s, a huge, imposing, menacing security guard, but has the heart of a softie, a big teddy bear, one day guest star. Please submit all this ethnicities. And also, an old Korean woman must be able to speak Korean and English. Um, and there's a co-star at the end of that. Um, I'm guessing that means that that's a fairly major role. Yeah. I picked Shy McBride for Julius. Oh, yeah. Except he's on that um, new series. Uh, he's on Flash Forward, isn't he? Or no. 
He's got he's on a new series on ABC, so he's probably not available. Mm-hmm. But what's with all of the big mean looking guys that are teddy bears lately? Yeah. Is it yeah, because sh- it's because they come in contact with Sarah? Yeah, that's it, isn't it? That must be. Okay. She we'll go with that one. She has yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Jeffster music has, you know, tames the savage beast. That's true. <laughs> I don't know why they just don't put down Casey lookalikes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And I have a general spoiler. Um, this one's not episode specific, but there's been discussion on the forums um, about whether Bryce really died at the end of the season two finale or not. And according to actor Matt Bomer, he seems to be taking a page out of uh, Sean Connery's uh, uh, acting career and said, never say never. Uh, Bryce, <laughs> in fact, might not be dead. So he's uh, quoted on E! Online as saying that I'd love to go back, but it's really going to depend on scheduling as he has his own series right now, uh, White Collar. There's a possibility, however, that I will be back on Chuck. So as with anything in the genre type material, you're not really dead until the series is over. That's yeah. right. <laughs> You know, Bryce's eyes were open when Chuck downloaded the Intersect 2.0, so he may have downloaded it into his own brain. Hmm. I don't know. That could be interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. could be interesting. Yeah. And breaking news, you may have seen on ChuckTV.net that Brandon Ruth, of course, the star of Superman Returns, has signed on to mentor Chuck. So Chuck's Superman connection just got stronger. Um he joins Chuck for a multi-episode arc. He'll be playing Shaw, a spy who takes control of Operation Bartowski and serves as a mentor for Chuck, and also a rival for Sarah's affections. So that should be really interesting. Not sure when that's going to happen, but that should be really, really cool. So that's all we have for this week, and there will be lots more exciting stuff in the, in the coming weeks with lots of interviews and cool stuff in the Chuck universe. That's right, and we hope you'll uh, join us at ChuckTV.net and at CheckMeOut.com to keep up with all the happenings during hiatus. Mm-hmm. So, see you guys later. Bye. See you next time. Ta-ta. Have a good one. <laughs>